Hey guys, this is Chris. And this is Dustin, and we're with Sanctus Real. And we'd like to welcome you to the podcast with our friends, Ted and Jared. We were fortunate enough to spend some time on the front lines with Ted in Nicaragua. And we know you'll be blessed by what these guys have to say. So welcome to Flawed Clay. 1 Corinthians 12 has just been something that I've had to struggle through recently. And just as you read through that, and we don't have to read through it all, but it just really talks about the importance of all aspects of the body. And that really brings comfort to me as I criticize myself quite often of what I'm doing and if it's really effective. Welcome back to Flawed Clay with Ted Rogers. Ted, it's always a pleasure to connect with you. I'm Jared Easley. And today we got a couple things to chat about that's coming up. And first of all, how you been? Doing good. Really excited about what we have going on this year and, and excited to share some of that with you this evening, Jared. Absolutely. One of the scriptures we were talking about before we hit record is 1 Corinthians 12, 12. I'm going to read that real quick. Uh, just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. And I wanted to kick off by asking you, Ted, you know, what what impact does that verse have on some of the responsibilities and some of the things that you're doing in Nicaragua? Yeah, I've been really wrestling with that scripture for quite some time. When you get on the mission field, there's so many different ministries doing different things and quite often there's a few of them that think that they're the ones doing what's most important. And so really digging into this scripture, you know, because there's times that if I can just be raw and honest that I say, you know, Lord, am I really doing enough or am I really doing what's most effective? You know, is this, you know, I want everybody to know the gospel. Can the gospel really come through the form of doing a project or things that don't pertain with really gospeling people. Anyway, I just, this has been one of my first Corinthians 12 has just been something that I've had to struggle through recently. And just as you read through that, and we don't have to read through it all, but it just really talks about, Paul talks about the importance of all aspects of the body. And that really brings comfort to me as I criticize myself quite often of what I'm doing and if it's really effective. Mm. So Ted, one of the things that I know that's coming up is you do have a lot of projects that happen there. And so I want to talk about what are some of those projects that are uh, going to happen maybe this summer and then the fall or, or the rest of 2017? Yeah, it's, it's a, honestly probably our biggest year for Arms of Love since we got out to this property in Hinotepe. So that's been, oh, I want to say right around nine or 10 years. The property originally was a coffee farm. And so when Arms of Love bought the property, there was not a single building on it. And they built the first two children's homes and a team center. And then several years later, added another children's home. So we currently have three children's homes and the the team building, which has morphed into many things as the ministry's grown. Um, half of the team building is now administration office, 
where we do the nutrition development with all of our community kids. We also do tutoring. So it's kind of been taken over, maxed out. And so one of the first things that we have going on right now is we've actually prepared the soil for a community development center. And so that's a really big deal. The building's going to be around 45 by 90 feet. And it's going to have a library in it, which we currently don't have on site. It is going to have a computer lab, double the size of what we have now. A multi-use room for activities, praying about the Lord bringing a local pastor that would like to start a church plant there in that multi-use room. We'll also have administrative office and an area for the psychologist to work out of. So that's a really big deal. If, you know, if you're listening tonight and you could just be in prayer on that, we don't have all the funding yet. We have the funding for the, basically the skeleton of the building. So that's where we're at now, but that's the first one. And then we also have in the plans for this year, a transition home. Now this will be for children that are at high risk that come straight off the streets. What we've seen over the years is normally every other home in the country, a child comes off the streets and they immediately go in the home with the other children. Right. Well, we've recognized that that can be troublesome for the staff and the kids that have been there already. And the new kids is as uh, you know, that's a very tough transition. So what we're looking to do is have this home be a place where the children are at straight off the streets for like the first three months. And then they kind of transition into the family style life and into what the ministry is doing. Also, that allows us the time to do psyche, like psych evaluations and kind of see where past traumas are and come up with a really good plan of how to move forward in treating and helping that child. Yeah. So that's a big deal. And then the other thing is we have, uh, I just finished up working with some wonderful people. We put together a master farm plan for our property. We have about 27 acres and we're currently using three. So that gives us about 24 acres that we want to do a farming project with. Our goal is always to steward resources well. And we believe with this farm project, it will allow us to rely less on out of country resources and we can start producing some income from in country. Wow. So has any of that been started already? Well, I have been working a little hobby out in the farm the last couple of years. It's just <laughs> been very difficult. So I've, I've started a chicken farm. We just closed that. We started a papaya farm and that's working its way to the end. And then we've done several harvests of beans as well as we're currently doing tilapia farming. But everything else has kind of went on the back burner. The one of the bigger issues we deal with is because we're in kind of out in the country and there's so much 
extreme poverty in these little farming areas. Yeah. We have a lot of theft. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but we do. And so I can't have, you know, our guys, our people working so hard and then everything be a loss. So we've kind of taken a step back until we're able to get the proper farming to have a guard at night and the proper amount of workers during the day. We're looking at some fencing, but the plan we worked with an amazing guy from Canada, a local guy here from outside of our town of Diriamba, and we put together a really beautiful plan. So if that's something that would tug at anybody's heartstrings to be involved in, we'd love a partnership in that. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Ted, because there might be someone who's listening saying, hey, I'm I'm interested in maybe helping with some of that, but I don't know how to volunteer. How does volunteering work with what you're doing there? Yeah, well, it's it's really easy. Everything's done through armsoflove.org. We have a very small staff that helps with connecting stateside volunteers to us. And it kind of ties into our scripture of what I was thinking about, because Here I'm sitting down really hard on myself all the time. Is this really doing well, serving the kingdom? And there's a lot of things that we're looking to accomplish here. And it's not necessarily another pastor or a Bible study. Like we actually need people to get their hands dirty with us so that we can accomplish the mission of what we're trying to do, which is ultimately bring the gospel to our community and to our kids. So there are several helpers that we need, and I'm just going to name a few, but we have this tilapia project that I started. I'd really love for somebody that knows a lot about that to come down and help us continue that work. We're always looking for people that are woodworkers, We always need tables and chairs and those types of items built and fabricated here on site. Anybody that has any skills with electrical or plumbing or construction is always welcome with these big construction projects we have going on. So a lot of different types of trade work is huge right now. If we, I'd love somebody to come in and give some pointers on some of our self-sustainability, which is our plan our master plan for the farm. That would be excellent. And those types of, if we get that launched, we really want some people to come down and invest some time in helping us grow that because we always realize that though we have a good plan and we may know a lot, there's always more that we can learn. Absolutely. One of the things that is coming up toward August, you have a fundraiser that's going to be happening. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. So actually a really good story. There is growing up in the seventies and eighties. So that kind of dates me now. (laughs) That could be good or bad. Some people are like, wow, that's awesome. He's really young. And some are like, wow, he's really old. But on television, there was always these Sliman Brothers commercials. And I remember them like yesterday. And so the Sliman Brothers were a well-known appliance store in the St. Louis area. This past February, some really good friends of mine, Tom and Heidi Vogel, brought a small team down with a guy named Tony Sliman. And I said, is this the Sliman guy that, you know, I knew as a kid? Well, actually, it was his father. 
Well, Tony ended up to be a really amazing, humble guy. And God did some things in him. It was his first trip down. And he got back to St. Louis and said, wow, I need to do something to participate in raising funds for Arms of Love. So here we had a little time go by and he contacted me. Well, I just got the release date of the evening. It's going to be August 19th at 7 p.m. And that's right outside of St. Louis, Missouri in Fenton, Missouri. And so what it's going to be is he's calling it date night. And I just love it. It's going to be a night of dinner, beverages, an auction, and dancing. And they're doing Rat Pack theme music, <laughs> which I have to tell you, that's right up my alley. Because I can listen to Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin almost any evening. So I'm really excited. I get to actually fly, fly back for that event. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to be there. I might have an opportunity to speak at a church while I'm there. So please pray about all of that. But I just wanted to mention that event because if anybody was interested in in attending that, you just need to RSVP to Tony. And his email address is T-L-S-L-Y-M-A-N. That's T-L Sliman. And then the next is arms of love at gmail.com. So it's T L S L Y M A N A R M S O F L O V E at gmail.com. And that's to reserve for the night. But then something really cool that we did as a ministry is we set up a website. If you can't make it or you wanted to sponsor a table or if you just wanted to donate, you can do so by a certain link that we're doing just for that evening. Do you know what that link is offhand, or is that something we need to put in the notes yeah, for the episode? Yeah, actually, I do have that. Here you go, right here. That link is www.armsoflove.org forward slash date night forward slash. So www.armsoflove.org forward slash date night, all one word, forward slash. So that's just a way if you just want to just send some money, that would be great. And I'll tell you, this is the exciting thing. I've been down here three years And we've owned one vehicle for the ministry. Now, Jared, you've been down here. Do you remember that vehicle or not? (laughs) I remember, I believe I remember you driving that vehicle. It looks like a zebra. Do you remember the old zebra (laughs) truck? Okay, yes. yes. So I don't know what this thing is. It's a Land Cruiser from probably (laughs) the late 70s. And actually, I've renamed it the Death Trap. (laughs) Because every time you get in this thing, either the brakes go out or it doesn't start or the lights don't turn on. It's rusting out. I mean, things fall off of it every day. And we've we've been in desperate need of a vehicle. And so that evening, we're going to use all the resources for that for two things. Vehicles. We want a just an around town vehicle, probably like a motorcycle that we're looking to spend less than $2,000 on. 
we're looking for a vehicle to serve our teams, our projects, and our local community kids to and from school. Now, we're talking about more than 26 kids in the morning and more than 26 in the afternoon. And then our kids hear that then the next vehicle we're looking for is a small bus. And the small bus will take all of our residential children to school in the morning and pick them up in the afternoon. They go to school about 15 miles away from the orphanage. So unfortunately, we, with just with the timing of things, we need two separate vehicles. Now, what we're looking to raise for all of that is $35,000. That's for three vehicles. Two would be new and one would be used. So if you cannot make that night and just want think, wow, I would love to help in this way, please, you can do that. As soon as you get this link, you can click on it and donate. You get your, your tax deduction at the end of the year. And that's how that works. And it would be a, just a huge blessing to us. It would ensure that our kids make it to school and make it where they need to every day and that they make it in a safe manner. Well, again, that link is armsoflove.org slash date night. So we encourage people to check that out. Ted, as we start to wrap up this episode, is there any uh, final thoughts or anything on your mind? I'm just thankful that we got to share these exciting things happening. Absolutely. Great projects coming up. People definitely want to consider volunteering. I know I'm, I'm hoping to be back before the end of the year and definitely hope people will check out this fundraiser. So, uh, Ted, thank you again. Thank you, Jared. Have a great night. Heals the brokenhearted, sets the captives free, and walks an extra mile even for your enemies. This is love. Subscribe to the podcast now to make sure you get every new episode of Flawed Clay.